Week eight is about to get started, and we are at the midpoint of the fantasy football season, whatever way you want to slice it. So we've got some midpoint stats that we got to throw out at you. Sorry, some midpoint hashtag stats. We've also got the big matchup on Sunday night, Vikings versus Saints in a rematch of one of the best playoff games we've ever seen. Preview of that and every other game on the slate, plum picks, shut it down. So let's go. Run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. What's up, Don? And Tom. Hey, everybody. Not much to answer Scott's that's previous question. That's flawless, Tom, to you. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that's flawless, Tom. Nice uh, nice Snapchat filter. Snapchat? <laughs> it's Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. It's Snap- dying, And Snapchat. it's flawless. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. I used to use it all the time, and now I don't even use it. It's hill, like hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, oh, that's in right. The intro. That's yeah. right. Um, Appreciate that, Scott. Rest little, in peace, Pete. Credito to me. MySpace took a turn like that too, where it just seemed like at, for years everything that they did was a terrible decision, and now we know where MySpace went. So yeah, I guess Snapchat's headed in that same direction. It must be. Dude, what, nev- ever, never talk shit about MySpace. What was the? Uh, it was great. What was the deal was the that, that they could have taken form, it was Snapchat? The best. Wasn't it like two billion or something from Facebook? I think it was three billion from Facebook. Whew. I think they're worth like almost twenty billion right now. But um, you know, these things shrink fast. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, we've all been in pools. We know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I um, was in the pool. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, there's no shrinkage going on with your fantasy team. Although bye weeks are are hitting us hard. This week we're it's gonna get to cold that out there in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no kidding. Getting, it was a nice crisp autumn day out there today. I was like, I walked over here because you know parking in Hoboken is its own circle of hell. Uh, but I made it through that circle. I can't even comment. It's spooky season, and uh, we're excited for Halloween. Scott doesn't have his costume yet, but he's got the ultimate failsafe. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. But uh, always a rough. We got day. a lot to get yeah. through today because yes. we're gonna squeeze in some fun. Yes, facts. we've got some fun. Uh, so let's actually get started with our shutdowns of the week. Shut it down! And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Scotty, your quarterback, please. I'm going with Deshaun Watson, our boy. You guys know that I love him as well. The dude is playing with a partially collapsed lung on a short week. That sounds fine. And because of that, his passing volume has just gone down way too much. This is a guy that you were relying on his volume to get you these 20-point games. You know, he he threw 44 passes in week five against Dallas, and he's thrown 50 since then in the last two weeks. They've, they're going away from the, the uh, passing game as the running game is starting to gain some ground, and as well as their defense is finally starting to play better. They've won two games doing this strategy, not to mention Miami leads the league in interceptions and has a great secondary. You know, I mean, I'm not scared of Hopkins because he's the best, but I would be looking elsewhere with Watson. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. I mean, we talk about this on the show all the time. Like you can feel bad about a quarterback, but still feel great about his number one receiver. And in the case of DeAndre Hopkins, there's no matchup that he can go up against where you're going to feel bad about him. Yeah. You hear what he said about our Very boys. well against Jalen Ramsey last you week. Hear his comments about our boy. They were like, uh, you nervous to, to uh, you know, do battle with Xavier and Howard. And he was like, who's that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's going to be a nice battle. Oh. I'm excited for that. Okay, I'm really excited man. for that. But um, Miami, a- by the way, hasn't allowed a quarterback. They've allowed one quarterback to score 20 fantasy points this year, and it was Mitch Trubisky. I was going to throw in no. a pop culture reference for you. Watson, there, like Trubisky, is a scrambling man. That was a wild game, though. Too. It went into overtime, so you see a fifth quarter where Trubisky is able to get into the 20 point range. Yeah. Other than that, there's been nobody else. All right. Fair enough. Just ignoring me, you guys. Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> 
the joke won't even land now. It's been too long. <laughs> I was okay. going to say it's a very um, Mariah Carey move of Hopkins. Oh, yeah. I don't, know, like, her. I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> that was about Nicki Minaj, wasn't it? Uh, it was about somebody. Now it's that that literally what I, people say about Nicki Minaj. That part, I needed, that part I needed you for. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah. what we were, we're counting on. I'm you pretty sure time. it was about Nicki Minaj because it was with the, uh, the American Idol judge situation. <laughs> See, there you go. And now, shut down, Tom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tom, you want to go next? Yeah, I'm going to shut down Cam Newton. Speaking of divas. Yeah, he's quite a diva, but he's also a superhero. Oh, yeah. Uh, the hero is a little sore this week, though. Throwing shoulder, right shoulder, added to the injury report today. Don't want to hear that. They're not going to like that. Uh, Coach Riverboat Ron says it's just general soreness. But the thing is, the Ravens' defense has been absolutely no joke. They haven't let a quarterback go for over 200 yards. And Cam Newton, of course, he's going to do it with his and legs. And that includes Drew Brees last can. week. Brew. Yeah, he's going to do it with his legs if he can. But um, that's an if he can thing. And if he's sore, he's going to be you know, a little bit more of a tentative Cam. A Cam who's not going to jump uh, for a fumble in the Super Bowl, maybe. Kind right. Of Cam. Yeah. And it's just a general matchup that you'd like to avoid. I think uh, so, yeah. Yeah, in this case. Not the Cam who's going to leap tall defensive lineman in a single bound. <laughs> I think there's a lot of players that I'm not very interested in in this game. Yeah, and to uh, bolster my point, they're actually letting, uh, I think it's second fewest amount of points to the wide out position, not necessarily slot receiver, which, you know, they don't have a banner slot receiver right now, and no. Funches is going to get the clamps. Uh, Baltimore also very good against the tight end this year and historically, and Greg Olson did not. Uh, win you over last week with that no. small performance. He bails you out with a touchdown, but it's not looking That's good. That's going to be tougher to come by against the Ravens. It's not looking good for his receivers' prospects, his pass no. catchers, and uh, even his own. So if there's someone who can, you know, make me eat my words, it's Cam. But if there's someone who can, uh, Make me make good on them too. It's Cam. He's yeah. uh he's a high guy. He's a low guy. And they're, I think they're, they week. go to Baltimore too, right? I can check on that. I feel like We've that team is uh you know it's always different on the road. You know they never really. Uh, Carolina's never really, at home. Carolina's at home. Okay, yep. so that that will probably help them a little bit. But that defense has been traveling all year. Defense with travels. Baltimore, so they're looking tough. Yeah, they're, for sure. It's weird. You know they're such a they're like this year's Titans. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going with Derek Carr because it seems like some of the Raiders want to shut down Derek Carr. Did you guys see this report came out? Yeah. Did you see his tweet? So stupid. I didn't yeah. see that, no. It was like, it's not a popular time to be a Raider. Yeah. And then 200 more characters, but real ones, no. Yeah. It's like, shut up, Derek Carr. You Are you like a real the, one? He looks like the if kid from If you cry Toy on Story. the field in the middle of a game? He does look like the did villain his from eye, Toy Story. His, uh, he, does look like, <laughs> he does look like Sid from Toy Story. Did his mascara start running when he was crying? Uh, yeah. It looks like it he's wearing mascara 24 It was And it's 2018. Bleeding mascara. <laughs> it's 2018. Wear mascara if you want. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's no problem. I was but just wondering if he wears, you know, a, a We're just saying it's questionable to wear it during a football game. Well, it's like eye black, you know? Yeah, Maybe. I'm going to hop in and join in the bandwagon. I'm shutting down both receivers, Jordy Nelson and Martavis Bryant. Many people may be looking at their receiving core right now and saying, hey, uh, maybe I can steal some targets. Maybe I can steal some volume by playing one of these guys. I just don't really think that that's going to happen. There's a chance that they've been traded by the time you hear this. It's very possible. <laughs> um, and even if that, I think these targets are really going to go to Jared Cook and, and Jalen Richard. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean they just really don't have much else. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too excited for them. The Colts have actually been really good against wide receivers too, which is confusing because their defense has been terrible. Yeah. But against wide receivers, they've played well. So I would shy away from those two. You know, pick up Jalen Richard and flex him over one of these guys. Yeah, for sure. I I'd like, like that to a lot. go. Yeah. Uh, to transition, uh, Marquise 
Goodwin is going to be playing a guy who we thought might get traded this week, who requested a trade, right? And that's uh, Patrick Peterson, Mister at P two. But he's not Shortest going to be Twitter traded. name on Twitter. He is not going to be traded. He came out with a statement today. He's like, you know, I'm a Cardinal for life, or maybe not for life, but you know, I've Cardinal dedicated until, until they trade me. <laughs> Blake Griffin was a Clipper for life until they traded him. But he was saying, you know, I've I've always gave it my all. I right. continue to give it my all as a Cardinal. So expect him to be hit there this week. Expect him to match up on Marquise Goodwin, who is generally never going to go for two touchdowns like he did the other week. No. We mentioned that was a career high touchdown total, not even tying a career best. That's like. The best touchdown total right. he's ever like had. He's only ever had scored to be up one. there in yardage. For and him he too. generally doesn't even score one. That's kind yeah. of a knock on the guy. So why would you together play him? with Patrick Peterson giving him the shadow treatment more than right. likely? Uh, I'm not buying it this week with Marquise Goodwin, though yeah. I do like him and I'm, I'm happy to see him succeed a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Uh, I like that a lot. I was considering Marquise Goodwin there as well, but you actually beat me to the dock this week, Tom. Uh, yeah, I took uh, the so easy for you. this week. Yeah, um, you were hot. first to the dock for the first hot. time, maybe ever. You came in hot. <laughs> I'm going Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Um, MVS, baby. This is a, this is a guy R. who R. you probably felt like you could with get these guys cute with. Back. But as Scott mentioned, uh, Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison coming back. I'd like to see him do it with both of them healthy. Don't call before it a I feel like back. I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see him do that before I roll him out as my starting lineup. I know it's getting tough with buys and stuff, and you know by you know week twelve everybody's going to be out off their buy. But right. Valdez Scantling, he's young. You know they want Cobb and Allison to be involved. It seems like those guys are coming out of the Packers by perfectly healthy. They're playing against the Rams this week. Not exactly a guy. Yeah, just pick up one of them instead yeah. of Valdez. Yeah, Scantling. Randall right. Cobb is widely available, even though he shouldn't be. Yeah, and uh, same that, with Allison. I was going to say that definitely means that so is Geronimo Allison, if not to a bigger right. extent. Yes, um, I'm going. I'll go with uh, my my shutdown running back. I'm going Royce Freeman simply because they're playing the Chiefs. He it's a Philip Lindsay play. week, he and might he might not, not even play. play. He's yeah. day to day with that ankle injury. Um, I think most Philip Lindsay owners are hoping that he sits this one out. Yeah, no kidding. That being uh, Royce Freeman, right. but yeah. he hasn't been as good. I mean, the last week he has that touchdown. The Philip Lindsay owner being you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> last week he had that touchdown, well, which uh, gives you a little bit more Royce Freeman hope. Right, but um, this. That's all it is. You're That's, begging for a one-yard touchdown from Royce Freeman at this point, it seems and like. And it came against a team who is like supremely susceptible to the running back, and we'll get into that later. But, Don, I think uh, this one's a no-brainer as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll uh, go. Tell, okay. I'm going with Mark Ingram. Uh, I think that many people would say he's off to a great start so far. But if you looked at his numbers, he's had 28 carries and 85 yards. He's averaging three yards per carry. Uh, Alvin is averaging five. He's only caught four passes, so he's not really being used in the pass game as much. And now he plays against Minnesota, who it seemed like this defense wasn't doing that well to start the year, but against the run, they have been awesome. That still, is always the case. Always the case with them. They're always great against the run. Still a top 10 team. Still have only allowed one rushing touchdown to a running back all season. And it and was now, a one-yard David Johnson run on pass interference. With the game super over. Yes. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of circumstance around it as well. Yeah. So, you know, they very much have zero in real football games, yeah. which this is going to be a real football game. Oh, yes. And speaking of, it's because of, you know, what made me think of it, I went back and looked at the NFC uh, semifinal game that they played that we were talking about earlier. Mark Ingram sees 10 carries for 25 yards in that game. And Alvin Kamara scored. Alvin Kamara went nuts in oh, that game. Oh, that's right, yeah. So it's kind of like, it kind of seems like to me, they already know going in that Kamara is going to be the one to break this defense. And with and all those things working against Ingram, including three yards per carry, 
if Sean Payton didn't give him those two welcome back one yard touchdowns against Washington, then you're thinking of Mark Ingram as droppable. Yeah, if Mar- if Sean Payton didn't give him those pity touchdowns, like we wouldn't even be c- including him on our shutdowns. We would just be like, yeah, you know, you're not starting him. Exactly. You know, so I, I love I, this one. Scott. I think that's great. I think this is something that people might not like to hear. But it's certainly something that people the need to hear. The truth hurts sometimes, yeah. Don. The yeah. truth will set you free. <laughs> but I really like that because he's obviously the traditional runner and they're a good run-stopping team. Right. So you've got to go to Alvin Kamara in this right. matchup. Uh, Tom, we'll go to you for tight end because it's in the I same game. I haven't done my uh, running back. But oh, I can okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Also. My running back is uh, – we're still on shutdowns, obviously. Yeah, right? we're, still, we're still on shutdowns. Thompson. I, I, I always know. Don. And the I bet cashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my shutdown running back is Chris Thompson. This is a game where Adrian Peterson, despite my being on the record of you know not totally loving this guy, right. he's going to eat. Um, it's a good matchup for him. Giants trade away snacks. He says thank you to New Jersey like a true legend instead of New York. I thought that was just respect really Respect cool. the hell out of that. I put a lot of respect on that. Um, so they're going to be missing a crucial defensive lineman, and they're a bad, bad team. They're trading away parts. It's a fire sale right now. Yep. Morale's at an all-time low, and Adrian Peterson is a guy who, once he gets going, he's uh, you're going to your morale's going to be even lower by the end of that. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he can wear you down. Yeah, and with the game script that I expect to have here, I expect the Redskins to run away with this one. So um, I could take Washington and the Fandle Survivor. I think you actually could. Um, this is a you're not going to really be able to rely on it at any other time. No, yeah. uh, I, I think go to England against Buffalo. I think this could be an ugly game. But uh, also, Chris Thompson coming off the injury, he's he wants to play. Yeah, and so I think that he will. Um, but I think that they won't play him a ton because of the game, game script. script and the necessity of keeping him healthy yeah. in a game where it just doesn't truly matter if he plays or not. Along no. those same lines, I'm going to shut down Jordan Reed so we can move into tight end uh, a lot for the same reasons. I think the game's going to be real ugly. It's going to be a lot of running. Uh, Washington knows that their defense is what's going to win them games, I think. And he really hasn't been that good this year. Uh, he has, I think, one touchdown on the season. And, you know, last week he only saw, I believe, four targets. So he's not getting terribly targeted. You know, he's not that number one target in Washington like we thought that he was definitely going to be. So for those reasons, I would go ahead and shut him down because the Giants have actually been pretty good against the I tight end they, this year. They're like the right. first team to notice, like, a fantasy trend and. Bucket. And bucket in a year, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, like it was too quick of a turnaround. Yeah. Don't they know we need to take advantage of it for at least two years? They, it's not fair. We've been yeah. blessed with some new ones. True, we have. There's always new ones. Yeah, Tampa uh, Bay. Thank you, Tampa <laughs> Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay is awesome for everybody. More Kansas on that City. later. Tom, your shutdown tight end. It's a game we've already covered. Uh, Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here, last he week, stinks. One catch. He's and terrible. Here's the thing. He stinks. <laughs> uh, last week, last week, one catch. Season low. What do you do with your touchdown dependent tight end who doesn't score touchdowns? Four catch passes. You, you drop him. You go somewhere else. You look to your plum picks that we're gonna uh, talk about here in a bit. I was gonna list off some names, but you know, no spoilers here. We're yeah, gonna, yeah. You're gonna we'll make like, you guys earn it. Right. Um, but Kyle Rudolph. You know, not a great matchup on paper. Saints are actually top 10 against the position, despite being pretty porous in other places. They actually have a, a decent defense. It hasn't shown up as well this year. Uh, the The cornerbacks are getting beat. They always get beat on the on the ground, but the linebacking core is solid against the tight end and in pass coverage. Yep. So I don't expect the tight end that has been really, really bad to just show up against a team that has been generally good against the tight end. I don't think it's brave to shut down Kyle Rudolph. I think because of his name value, it's someone that we need to keep bringing up. Yes, for sure. To remind people sure. that like, there's other options out there. Yep. Um, I know we had a, uh, a friend of mine actually reach out, and he was talking about 
um, I, you know, I got this trade request. All I have is Uzama. I'm like, dude, stick with Uzama. He's yeah. got like these awesome matchups yep. and don't get fooled by any of these names. No, agreed. Because they're all just names at this point at the yeah. tight end position. Everyone is, is, you know, drastically moving up and down in the top 10. It's like, if you score a touchdown, you can go from 20 all the way up to 10. It's just, it's so crazy. It's so volatile that, yeah, just because Kyle Rudolph might have started the year inside the top 10, he is tanking right now. And yeah. He is terrible. One yeah. catch, not going to get it done for no. you unless Horrible. it's in the end zone. Horrible. And, uh, you know, the likely- and he did see a red zone target in that game, and it wasn't even close. But uh, Oh, and not, you know, to, mention, not, not to bury the lead, Adam Thielen is just destroying the middle of the field, <laughs> the outside of the field, everywhere. So if he can run those, those routes, those slot routes, into the middle of the field so successfully as he has for the last two years and at a legendary pace this year, there's really no need to give no. it to Kyle. Rudolph. Or anyone else. Kyle Rudolph is probably being used <laughs> more or less to take coverage away from Adam Thielen in the middle of the field, and that's his job. Right. He's a team player. I'm sure he gets that. He does gerb. <laughs> the checks cash the same yeah. for Rudolph. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, I'm going Michael Roberts. It would be ludicrous to expect another two-touchdown game out of this young Lions tight end. Uh, the Seahawks have been pretty good against the pass overall. That includes tight ends. Uh, Trey Burton's lowest week since week one was against the Seahawks, so I think that He's going to just have trouble. We don't know a lot about him yet. He's not a guy you can get cute in spot start, so I just wanted to throw that out there because, as we said before, it's tough to get a shutdown tight end when they're all so pathetically bad. Right. I'd say he's at the best, the fifth or sixth target on yeah. that team. Yeah. And I got lead. more on the Lions because coming up Because you've got soon. the three wide receivers who, you know, I don't even have to if, listen To me, if you want to take, like, a Theo mega Hurt. deep dive at tight end, give me uh, Herndon from the Jets. Yeah. He's seen at least five targets, I think, the last two weeks. Yep. He scored the last two weeks. Pick up someone like him who has shown a little more sustainability than Roberts. Right. Not an incredible Absolutely. matchup, though. No, 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 yeah, not for him either. All right, with that, we are going to I'd move. I'd rather play Swope. Ooh, loop, Swope, and pull. He's well, swore. what about Jack Doyle, though? Oh, well, Jack Doyle's returning, so thank Could you, be Scott. an interesting Possibly, guy yeah. to uh, think about uh, to add. Yeah, so if I would play Swope, then shouldn't it mean that I, should, I would play jo- uh, Doyle Jack just Doyle just the same? Yeah, I'd yeah. throw him in the FanDuel. Yeah, why not? Price right? is already yeah. locked. That report came out today. So I would expect Jack Doyle's price to be pretty Cheap low. Cheap as and possible. And I will go check on it. And when we preview the game, I will reveal All right. price. Good job. We'll move to our plum picks now. I can feel it down in my plums. And I'm going to start at quarterback because my plum pick quarterback is Matthew Stafford. You're going to look at Yahoo and you're going to see that the Seahawks are 32nd against the quarterback. But that does take into account the fact that that the Seahawks had their bye. So they let up zero points to the quarterback last week. Right. They also played Sam Bradford when he in his last start against the Cardinals. They also played uh, against Derek Carr and the Raiders in London when they did absolutely oh, nothing. That game was so bad. And I believe they played the 49. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, Case Keenum did just fine against them. Right. Mitch Trubisky did just fine against them. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff did just fine against them. Matt Stafford's in the in that class of three quarterbacks somewhere in the in the middle of, of that pack. So there's no need to be afraid of Matt Stafford. He's had multiple touchdowns in almost every single game this season. Yeah. It's another I mean it's, it's another Stafford situation for Stafford, right? Yeah. Another year, another Matthew Stafford, yeah. you know, torching. He's gonna have thirty five hundred plus yards. He's gonna have twenty five plus touchdowns. Again, this is a week that you can you don't have to be afraid of his matchup. Agreed. You can go up against it. They're playing at home. Seahawks coming off a bye. We've noticed that a lot of teams have kind of been flat coming off the bye. Right. They the Lions have the receivers, as we continue to mention throughout Just, this show. That's what that can punish think, you for stuff like that. I think like Stafford that. is matchup proof because of yeah. those three. Like they are they can beat anybody. It doesn't I love Stafford. How yeah. many 
What team has three awesome corners? You're gonna love them when I start them against you this week, Tom. <laughs> well, I got some. Uh, I got some cool guys. We got some yeah. more. Yeah. We got some more tricks in the bag. Yeah, if you pump big Stafford, you know, you know, you're getting the thumbs up from oh, Tom. Yeah, I, I can't hate on Stafford. No. Another guy Tom loves too, and and we're all starting to love. I'll go, uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, if you're skeptical skeptical about this offense at this point, you're missing the games. There has been one game all year in which this offense hasn't produced a 300 yard passer. Jameis Winston has started two games this year. He's gone 20-plus in standard quarterback scoring formats in both of those games, one of which he didn't even throw a touchdown. That was and wild. he got you 20. He is just a points monster right now. And now let's take a step back and see who he's playing. Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 30th in the league in pass yards per game. They are getting burned. They just got torched by Mahomes. I will be shocked. If Jameis doesn't throw down another 20-point performance, I will be shocked if he doesn't throw down a 30-point performance in this game. He's lighting them on fire this week. And you're you're going to be leg. shocked if he doesn't score 30. I'll be like, damn, he didn't get 30? That is shocking. Well, yes, Don. <laughs> Let me parlay that. Here's why. Andy Dalton, he kind of turned it out last week versus the Kansas City Chiefs, but he was away at Arrowhead. That's pretty tough. Yes. Buccaneers, no matter where the game takes place, it's an easy matchup. The Bucks bring the points, baby. <laughs> and Andy Dalton has the tools in his tool belt. This is going to be a track meet. This is a bet the over kind of game. Yeah. Unless the over's way super high. So but, just to continue to yeah, add some on. stats into I was to just gonna try to part why it. the 30 pointer would be, you know, is is so likely. Andy Dalton is my plump pick. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, perfect. Great. So yeah. So on. we're just all yeah. in on this yeah, game. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Um the the Bengals have allowed over 300 passing yards in five games that they've played this year. And they've allowed multiple touchdowns in five games this year. It's just everything is teeing up for him. I would I would be buying Jamison DFS. You know, if I had him in my leagues, I would be giddy to start him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bengals home in this game. Over under is fifty four. Amazing. They can hit it easy. Um, and it's worth mentioning on like on top of these because neither of these guys are uh, plum pick wide receivers that we'll probably talk about. Right. So maybe we'll go quick in the preview for this one. But um, Chris Godwin. Great yes. start in this game, I think. He, he's reasonably priced. And uh, your boy, Tyler Boyd. He went out there and did a bad job, just like Andy Dalton last week. Good. But Let I people expect, sleep on I expect both of them to uh, really show out this week. Oh, yeah. I'm and, rooting for a DFS uh, price reduction for Boyd from the third in a good matchup so we can buy back it, in this That week. game might have happened too late because the price is set Mondays, right? Yeah. So that might have happened Ooh, too late yeah, for them the to Sunday night game. Yeah. yeah. I, have made I don't one. mean to rain on your parade, but I'll I probably still pick him anyway. the idea. I have there. made one lineup and it has uh, Andy Dalton Boyd stacked. Yeah. Nice. Scott, you're don't sh- blame me. Scott, your shutdown quarterback was Deshaun Watson yes. because your plum pick running back is Lamar Miller. Yeah. And this guy has zero sex appeal. None. None. He's with Alex Collins, you know, in the corner of the dance (laughs) with nobody looking their way. And that's not where he belongs. But this is the week for him, right? Like I said before, for all the reasons that I shut down to Sean Watson, they're in favor of Lamar Miller. You know, they can't throw the ball. They can't rely on Deshaun Watson to just carry this football team every week. This has to be Lamar Miller week. What does he do against the Jags last week? You see him get 20 carries, 100 yards, and he scores, I believe. Yes. Heck of a game. Best game of his season. On my bench. Why not sustain that in a matchup that has just been getting killed? Carry on on Johnson and LeGarrette Blunt just ran all over this defense. 209 rushing yards against from the running back position just last week on a short week. Toss Lamar Miller out there. I know you hate him. If you if you have him, I don't like him either. But throw him out there because he's gonna get volume, <laughs> and if you get volume in this matchup, you should be fine. Yeah. Make a strong strong argument. How could you? I mean, I was gonna pick him, and I ended up going with a different guy. But this is a great pick. Like it's just 
it, it's chalk, but like it needs to be said because a lot of people are probably out there wondering. And he's very unsexy. Back? So like I yeah. think everyone who drafted him is looking at their team like, am I really going to roll Lamar Miller out again? I, I'm starting after him, you benched him last week and he scored. You know, there's just all these yeah. things. There's a lot of guys I would. I, there's not very many guys I would start over Lamar Miller this week. No. Wow. Like, like you guys are none. changing one of my lineups. As <laughs> well. Well, Tom, I don't have to change one of them because it's got your plum pick running back in there. Yeah, and he's going to run all over you, Don. Speaking of shutting down Royce Freeman, <laughs> uh, Philip Lindsay. Because it's a Philip Lindsay week. It's a huge Philip Lindsay week. The Kansas City Chiefs just get destroyed by this, that, and the other guy. Philip Lindsay is this, that, and the other guy. Oh, yeah. He can run out in the slot, he can run between the tackles, he can do it all. And he's going to actually have the chance to do. At all. If Royce Freeman is hobbled as he is, even if he's active, I expect this to be the first game where Philip Lindsay actually outtotals him in rushing attempts, and I expect him to really, really understand the situation that he's in. Yes. He's one of those guys that knows that when you get your shot, you, you got to take it. He's, you know, your Danny Woodheads of the world, you, you, the, oh, yeah. the guys who have their own combine, yep. their own pro day, yep. and they have to invite people out there. And bar barely anyone comes. Yep. You know what I mean? Besides He's, that one guy on the Broncos, <laughs> deep in the fifth <laughs> yeah. round, you're like, you know, remember that Lindsey guy from Colorado? This Two guy's the real deal. Go wrong. I think, I think Philip Lindsey is 100% the real deal. I He's, think this is his coming out party. I agree with you. He's about, in my opinion, a must play in DFS because he's still not priced that high with those like Up every touch guys. totaler guys. Yeah. But this week he has a chance to be in every touch totaler right. guy. To see 20 uh, total touches against this matchup. And he is not bad in the red zone. I know Royce Freeman has gotten his work down there, but so has Philip Lindsay. It's yep. been almost a split in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm I'm just a, I'm very excited as a Philip Lindsay owner, truther, and lover. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, I, yeah. To, he's one of those see guys. Play like, this week, you know, every week I come out with that guy. There, there, there isn't a reality in which I won't have him in my DFS lineup. Yep. Philip Lindsay this week. Well, Philip Lindsay's a must play in dailies. Well, I'm going with a guy who, if you picked him up on the waiver wires, he's a mustert this week. <laughs> it's Raheem Mostert. Breed is still banged up. Alvin these Morris are my is two running terrible. backs playing yep. against Don. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great it. matchup. I'm going to smack your team upside the head, <laughs> but that's fine because Raheem Mostert's going to at least do something to give your team a pulse for this week, Tom. He is going against Arizona. The He's the only the healthy, talented running back on the roster. I like how you threw in talented. Yeah. <laughs> the roster? Yeah, uh, Alvin Morris roster. is quite healthy. Oh, he's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love this. Arizona Cardinals, still match the number up. one team against a running back. That's all, the beauty of all this play. Roll him out. Go get him. He's been getting like almost 100 yards on less than 10 carries. He's one of the only guys I'm starting over Lamar Miller this week. Also, four catches, something that Alfred Morris never sniffs. No. In one game? You're kidding Alfred me. Morris yeah. is like, I don't think that's a, a, a rule. I can't catch more than four passes. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> it's, in his, it's in his contract. Alfred Morris yeah. is a narc. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, they really don't like him over there anymore. No. Uh, I think him and the, the the once beautiful friendship that they've had has started yeah, the yeah. falling out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a most dirt week for yeah. me. And if you're a Brita owner, this is a most ad. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. If he's still out there, definitely go yeah. pick him up because yes. he's going to show out this week and then it'll be all. It's going to get a little confusing. More. Yep. Scott, I'm going to take your advice and do that. So why don't you give us your plum pick wide receiver? Sure. I'm going with Sterling Shepard. Uh, the guy's received at least five targets in every game and at least seven targets in all but one. 
this offense and team are not going to get magically better, believe it or not. They got rid of Snacks Harrison, which, of course, you know, that's a good guy to get rid of, the guy who's, you know, a top five defensive <laughs> lineman. For but, a fifth round pick. Yeah. Well, at least they got a fifth rounder for yeah. him, you know, who a player who is, by all accounts, definitely better than Amari Cooper. They <laughs> lost a four round value on, but I digress. Um, you know, I just think that this is a, a classic Odell versus Norman battle where both teams are kind of sputtering. I mean, one for the ages. Yeah. The Redskins are trending up, which is only better for Josh Norman and the, the Giants are trending down, which just means I think Odell and Josh Norman will fight in this game at some point. <laughs> Either Odell way, is punching something someone, or someone. something or someone is getting punched because of Josh Norman antagonizing Odell. Yeah. Which means that, you know, uh, cooler heads will prevail. And here comes Sterling Shepard in the slot getting peppered. He just had 150 yards last week. He's had two weeks in which he's scored as well. So why not take a shot on this guy? He has been fine in his career. Actually, looked back a little bit. He didn't play the Redskins at all last year. He was hurt in both games. Year before, he had some good numbers, scored a touchdown against him. So I don't think there's anything to be afraid and of. that's when they have uh, Fuller, the slot corner. Right, yeah. That's when so, they had Kendall Fuller on yeah. the team. So much tougher matchup for him now. Now it softens up a little bit. That Giants throw volume is still going to be there because they are so damn bad. So, you know, I think, I think Shepard is a great start. I got monster. Good he job. was available. Thanks. Yeah, I got him. Don't asleep worry. at the wheel. That league is. Yep. Oh, you could argue I was asleep at the wheel hosting the show right now, but <laughs> I'm glad that we well, didn't. Luckily, we're but a three I do man love show. Don three headed yeah. monster. <laughs> I do love Sterling Shepard this week as monster well. Monster um, Alfred Morris Matt Breida. <laughs> I, I love being called Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> I was just pointing and picking names. <laughs> you're much more the Breida of the group. No, I'm the Morris. <laughs> no, Tom's Philip Lindsay. You're Royce Freeman. I'll be Devontae Booker. Okay, that's, I like that. That's, that's fine. fine to me. Yeah, yeah, you can take the scrub. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Tom. Your plum pick wide receiver. My plum pick wide and touchdown celebrator is Juju Smith Schuster. The guy's playing the Browns. I know the Browns have been a little bit better. I've even toted or. Uh, tooted their horn, right. so to speak. But Juju has just been unreal against the Browns in his short career. Doesn't even need Ben. Uh, week 17, there was no Antonio Brown, but he did more than you There was no Big Ben either, imagine. though. Yeah. Uh, he goes 9 for 143 with a touchdown and two kick return touchdowns. Uh, or, Lord Jesus. Oh, no, no, no. no two touchdowns. He, two touchdowns. Yeah, two one was a kick kick return. My bad. Uh, that's still just a monstrous performance. Yeah. And then this year, week one, he goes five for 119. This guy's a must start versus this team. Uh, the Browns do actually have one good cornerback. And Denzel he will Ward. look at their, a guy named uh, Antonio Brown. Oh, um, the receiver the on the yeah, Steelers. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's have you heard of him? 84. Antonio Brown? Yeah. <laughs> um, is that the guy... That they traded to the Raiders? Um, <laughs> no, but close. Good try. Oh, all right. Yeah. So <laughs> he threw the touchdown in the Super Bowl on the reverse to Trey Antoine Randall. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I mean, obviously, you know, even mentioning Martavis Bryant and passing there, um, this is a matchup where you always load out the Steelers, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's no more Martavis Bryant. It, it, it's almost redundant to say that Juju has that number two spot. On lock. Yeah. And, and it's uh, more of a 1A even at this point with I, their throw volume. Yeah, you're telling me. So this is a juju week beyond your imagination. This is where you load them out. This is where you, you play them in DraftKings. You play them in uh, FanDuel. I've been waiting for a week to play him because I know he has that big blow-up potential. Yeah. And I think maybe maybe this will be the week. I had him in and tinkered him out the yeah. past couple weeks. I know but he's I think been in that week. consideration now. So it's I like to plumb pick him now and say, you know, I know juju seemed like uh, auto start in the yeah. beginning but this is a back to uh vintage juju performance yeah here. i yeah. agree with you there 
All right, my plump pick wide receiver is Stephon Diggs. You may remember that the last time Stephon Diggs played the Saints, he made one of the most miraculous touchdown catches to win the game and send the Vikings to the NFC Championship game, and that might be enough. But Did it doesn't have to be dripping swag because I can also go. I can also go back to week one of dripping last year swag-oo. when he played the same Saints team and lit them up for nine catches and two touchdowns on on Monday With night. Sam Bradford as his quarterback. This dude rips the Saints apart. The Saints are the number one team in half point PPR against the pass. They have no shot of stopping Adam Thielen, and because of that, I don't think they have any shot of stopping Diggs either. Stephon Diggs is due in a big way. I think Kirk Cousins knows that. We know it's not going to Rudolph. We now know that Dalvin Cook is going to be out until potentially after the Vikings buy in Week 11. They have no choice but to pepper Diggs and Thielen. They're going to. Both dudes score this week, and I think both go over 100 yards easily. Yeah, obviously he's going to get Lattimore, but you, you think about the point total in this game, it's going to be... A, it won't it, matter. It, I can't it, wait for this football game. Diggs will get his. And he caught one of those touchdowns on on in week one last year against Lattimore. Yeah, I mean, on top of him. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, that would have been man catch Monday, probably. I don't think that it's impossible for him to just go bananas. Right. Yeah. Like Marshawn Lattimore is very good. Don't get me wrong, but so is Stefan Diggs. Yep. I mean, you've seen the Geico commercial. Yeah, you can't drop anything. Everything sticks. You can't even to his get hand. his mail. The poor guy. He plays football, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that Diggs guy. Yeah, him and that brown guy. <laughs> Don't know who you're talking. I still can't figure it out. <laughs> You'll get who is it? He's a receptionist at ESPN. He answers. Oh, the that's yeah, the guy. yeah. He was okay. going for the record he that plays one year. Football, huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Tight end, Trey Burton. Yes, he's playing the Jets, and people might be like, "Oh no, he's playing the Jets. Who cares? He's this is Trey proof. Burton. He doesn't play tight end for this team. He plays Trey Burton for this team. Half point PPR. <laughs> Trey Burton hasn't scored under seven points since the one catch performance in Week One. He is his own man out there. You know, he doesn't need a position to hold him down. They're going to use him all over the field. And you know, I was starting to look back at these game logs for the Jets. You know. Yeah, they've been good against the tight ends, but what tight ends? Detroit's tight ends, who are none. Miami, none. Uh, Cleveland was like that Baker. You saw Njoku start to come on at the back end of that, that game when, when Baker Tyron. came in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then uh, Denver, no tight end. Uh, Indy, Ebron just spanked some crimson red. And then, you know, Rudolph <laughs> he wasn't isn't really, really that playing good. playing tight end either, yeah, as we talked exactly. about. Exactly. So these guys that are, you know, maybe playing a little more than tight end or doing a little bit differently yeah. than tight end can Which, escape these banner tight, yeah. you know, these avoidable tight end matchups. Trey Burton, obviously, we he would, goes wild last week, but like I would be fine, you know, throwing him in DFS lineups. You know, I would play him all. Over. We would be thinking a lot differently about how the Jets handle tight ends if they've played the Patriots yet this year, which they haven't. They played the Patriots, I think, twice in three weeks at the end of the season. Right. Well, maybe and, if Don will drag or Don, if Gronk will drag his sorry butt out there. Yeah, maybe if he feels like playing. Yeah, maybe back, if he does. Back injury. Funny you thing know, about my damn back. well he's going out and scoring three against the Bills <laughs> at home in Buffalo. You know yeah, that, right? I do love that. Okay. Tom, yours then. All right. Mine is Hayden Hurst. I talked to Scott about this one a little bit before we got on. This is like Don is shaking his this head. This is one of the ultimates because Hayden Hurst <laughs> demolished <laughs> you in a DFS no, lineup. Scott, that was me. Scott. Scott all right. Yep. We went to Bagelsville together. All right. Well, here's, And I'd go back. We're not going to Bagelsville <laughs> this week. We've got reservations. We're going to Sacred Land. We've got reservations <laughs> for six in the Sacred Land of Todd. <laughs> And let me detail you why. And Don is, I'm sure, curious because I haven't You've told piqued him my anything interest. about yeah, this Yeah, right. All right. So last week, or let me take you back two weeks, right? Panthers, I always shut down the tight end versus the Panthers. Yeah. I did. I shut down Jordan Reed. Right. Panthers right now are actually top 10 worst against the tight end. And here's why. In that game, Vernon Davis scores a long touchdown. Vern Daddy. Vern Daddy. 
because Luke Kuechly, he's he's massively good at locking horns tight end. with Jordan Reed. Yeah, he's locked up with Jordan Reed. So I'm thinking to myself, what's a deep, deep play I can go for uh, based on what I saw with that the following week? I play none other than Dallas, Dallas Goddard. Goddard. Scored. He scored. A long one. A long one. And here, so, and here comes Hayden Hurst. Here comes the Hayden Hurst game <laughs> because of the century. Luke Keekley is going to be locking up double X Williams. No. Yes. I researched it. <laughs> I went on FanDuel. It's Mark Andrews, actually. <laughs> oh my God. Mark Andrews is the number one priced tight end from the Baltimore Ravens. And I will admit that when I noticed this trend and looked to see who they played next, I was like, great. It's the team with five tight ends. Yeah, great. Very helpful. <laughs> but I'm going to say that Hayden Hurst is going to get his because he's been getting these tiny, tiny bits of targets, like two, three targets a game. Um, Mark Andrews. That's what we love. That's what our <laughs> listeners love to hear. Check this guy out. He gets two to three Listen, targets a at, game. At the tight end position, tight end. that's yeah. not so bad. Um, Mark Andrews. It's better at, than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Mark Andrews has actually been having a quietly okay season, and he is their number one tight end in that offense, and FanDuel agrees with me. Number two, Hayden Hurst. And I was happy that it was Hayden Hurst because he's due for this. He's a first-round pick. The guys, they got to use him. They got to get him a touchdown just for the field goods. And here's the thing. They are using him. so he's. We could use that same logic for Julio, too, though. They're using him. They're using him, and we'll get to that. But that's why I'm going with Hayden Hurst this week in a deep, deep dive, and I can't wait till it pays off. It's going to be very fun. All right. This is an insane trend that I'm noticing. Yeah. And the next few matchups are all as confusing as this one. <laughs> all right. So if this works again, we'll wade through it, it together next week. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. And here's the thing. I got a couple other outs with this one, right? So if you're going to play Hayden Hurst, you're not going to spend a lot of money on him. I'm sure I get you. Yep. Um, but then, you know, I got an out with Max Williams. I yeah. got I got other outs. You yeah, know? right. And right. The, the second the trend tight end. still continues. As yeah. long as it's not Mark Andrews. Yeah. The trend continues and let's say you wanted to go super super cheap just go find max williams down there and play yeah, him give him a shot. two x's that's why I'm, i call him double x i'm just saying there's 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 evidence for this yeah it's not just a pure applause. and it's not tight end so like why not what try is the it? risk but yeah right? there isn't yeah. any exactly play jared cook and he gets you two yeah great hurts so good <laughs> yeah it's gonna hurt so good this week <laughs> let's uh, hear it don no, did I did I did I sway you at all? No, I'm not playing Hayden. <laughs> Don't Hurst. worry about Stop him. Right? I'm not investing oh, my I'm money in on Hayden, Hayden Hurst, Hurst, baby. I like it. You got to take the chances. That's why Don's not a big if DFS I, guy. You got to take the deep dives. Dallas so you can Goddard, pick the studs. Yeah, week. you got to pick guys like that. Whether I'll it's tell a you tight what, end or running back, or whoever. If Hayden Hurst was here in this room right now, you know what I'd tell him? I'd say Hayden. You would not say anything here about this. I would say <laughs> Uzama's so fat <laughs> that when he fell. No one was laughing, but the ground was cracking up. <laughs> My plum pick for the third consecutive week, CJ Uzama. Third straight week <laughs> for the joke. He's actually been playing and that's well. Your Uzama too. joke Thank of the week. God, no, no. <laughs> he's been playing great. I mean, it, I almost picked he scored, him, but I picked uh, Andy Dalton. It's a load amount game, yeah. obviously. So yep. I'm all on board. You got anything to add, or is it no. just that you know you play everyone versus the Bucks, and Uzama's been pretty good. Uzama's so fat that when he <laughs> sat down in Walmart, the only thing lower than the benches were the prices. Ooh, that's mean. Well, let's let's just pivot that into his price on uh, DraftKings FanDuel. Still low. Oh yeah, so definitely. He, he's a worthwhile investment. Excellent mm-hmm. pivot. Definitely. We Uzama's will- so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> We will move to the slate. 
Dolphins, Texans. I've already stated my intentions. I'm going to see mid-90s during the first half of this game. And uh, I'm very excited about that. But uh, for the Texans, we've covered this a lot. Deshaun yeah. Jack, Deshaun Watson, not going to be a viable option. Deshaun Jackson, not a viable option in this game because he doesn't Would play you start for either him team. Dola if you needed to? I mean, we talked about this already. I think I think you can if you're you super desperate. I think you should in uh, some other lineups, like if you needed a cheap guy to fill it in in daily. Yeah. Um, Osweiler revenge game. Oh, of course. Yeah, baby. <laughs> of course. We love it. To the place that gave him the big deal, too. This is the like coach who gave him the big deal. Revenge, yeah. yeah. This, this is, is like big uh, time. There, are these still, turd. This he's going to have butterflies mean, in his stomach. That yeah. just means he's going to turd finally. Because yeah. he's been playing okay, actually. But yeah. I think this is the time for I'm him. starting the uh, Houston Texans D fearlessly. Yeah, yeah I got them me. in a couple leagues, too. I'm excited mm. about that. Uh, Foggy London down. Eagles, Jags. This is like team who loses this game is in trouble. So, therefore, Jags it will end in a tie. Londoners, Bad. they're yeah. classic Londoners, though. They They've been there how, before. They've been there every year, man. They know how to play in London. You saw what happened when the Ravens went there for the first time versus them. They just got blanked in this crazy Mercedes Lewis three touchdown game. Blake Bortles went off. I expect, and I truly mean this, the Jags to go out there and right the ship. They're gonna sh- really, yeah. You think they're gonna get a W? I think they're gonna get a W. Wow. Will they eat one? James or is it tea and crumpets? No, Jameis eats all the W's. They're going to get a full English going on. <laughs> full English breakfast? Yeah. All right. Um, you yeah, told me what that time is. for breakfast for us. Yeah. won't be for them. But yeah, it's going to be late yeah. in the evening. You guys yeah. are more than welcome to come to my place for pancakes. Um, Eagles-wise, I mean, there's no one really too exciting. I, I would start Jeffrey just because he's a stud. And uh, Ertz has been, has been balling. And you can't what do you think Ertz. about Wentz? Would you play Wentz? I wouldn't be excited to where I have. Yeah. I'm not as scared of it anymore now that I've seen you know Watson did thing. fine and Mahomes did fine and and Dak really and lit, Dak lit them lit up them too. on fire. Something, yeah, and something that's in common with all those quarterbacks with Carson Wentz and in favor of him is his uh, mobility in the pocket. Yeah, yep. obviously when you have like man on man coverage, you know what that been... is going to break down over time. And if these yeah. guys can extend the play and move around then that's when they're going to succeed. And that is Carson Wentz MO. And that's yeah. why I feel a little bit more confident in him in this. Yeah. Week. There would have to be a no brainer on the waiver wire for me to go out and uh, sit yeah. Wentz. It's just crazy how, you know, how vast of a quarterback, just you talking about all those players and their running capability. We're starting to see so many more quarterbacks that have that running capability. Like there are so many startable quarterbacks out there right now. It is just insane because of that. It only goes to further what yeah. we say in draft season. Yeah. It feels like you're getting away from whatever the guy who triggered the siren is trying to get yeah, away from a lot right of now. Fires around here lately. Yeah. yeah, they're coming back for us. Uh Broncos Chiefs, roll them out. That's it. Broncos Chiefs yeah, I'd roll them out. Uh, yeah, not Royce. Well, I'm definitely the Chiefs' not defense has actually been playing a little bit better, so maybe I'm not like overly and we're excited like, about DT. I'm definitely we're like not three weeks Sammy past due for a Tyree Kill punt return touchdown. If you believe in that sort of yeah, thing. yeah, we've been waiting for that for well, uh, for our to, league. They don't the kick Chiefs it to team. him anymore. Yeah, yeah no, they, nobody yeah. does. And and when you're facing McManus, he's blasting him through the back of the end zone. Yeah. So don't these people know we got a podcast? Yeah, that's unbelievable. Quite down Actually, it's almost as if they do know we have. a They're probably it's probably they're just trying to get on because this doesn't have happen all day every day it just happens when we record yeah they're going of course it does they're they're blasting all those sirens just so they can give me a parking ticket that's that's what it's got to (laughs) be um brown steelers i'm not scared of baker this week i'm I'm not not scared scared of nick chubb but i think there's better options Uh, there's better matchups ahead for baker as well 
Um, our burning love for Njoku Flames for one more week. Hey, I'd say. another our, awesome matchup. For our him. burning love for James Conner. No Levy on this week. Yeah, yeah truly. What's going on, guys? Truly, what do you think? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, here here's what I've heard most recently: Beyond is that you know he won't be coming back until week ten when he, you know, can fulfill his eligibility as a player for the year. Right. But at that point. The Steelers will then use their two-week player exemption, so they don't have to play. Him, they don't have to pay him the franchise tag when he comes back, week eleven and week twelve. So now he's not coming back until week thirteen. Is and that what you believe, or is that what you hope? I it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. I, I've read articles that have said that. I personally believe that there's not much of a reason for them to play Le'Veon right now. As weird as that may sound, James Conner is pacing out and doing better than Le'Veon across yards per carry, reception wise, you know, reception to target ratio, all that stuff. He's actually outplaying him. So uh, there's a lot of stuff adding up against Le'Veon. Man, that's interesting though. Mm. It's it's so Why, crazy. If you so what do you do with Le'Veon if you got him? So do you just see what you can get for him at this point? No, because you no. don't get anything. Yeah, you don't get what he could be back. There's no you way. hope that you built a team that's strong enough without Le'Veon, and that if you get him in the playoffs, it's just a treat. Yep. Oh man, I'm so Seriously. happy. I'm so Brutal. happy we were all Unless in on Gurley this year. Still willing to offer you? A yeah. King good job. Jackson. ESPN rankings having Le'Veon ranks first. All the auto drafters with first pick are livid. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Washington going to New York to play the Giants this week. Odell got a garbage time touchdown. Maybe that keeps him happy through the first half of this game. But Josh Josh Norman is going to be in. I mean, this is like... Joel Embiid came out and said, like, I have a lot of real estate in Andre Drummond's head. Yeah. That could have easily been a Josh Norman quote about Odell Beckham. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was one of the most amazing games ever to watch when he was a panther and yeah. they played each yeah. other it was it was must, must see tv yeah it was like wwe yeah it was, was must see tv because it was like connor like nate diaz college yeah. and like and all like, hyped it up it was like they were so in each other's head odell had him beat for like a 50 yard bomb and he dropped, just it. dropped it yeah like there was there was just dramatics all awesome. over the place oh, yeah. awesome. uh, was, odell was he was he should have got tossed from that game oh my god yeah he, he no was no business he was out there inconsolable in that game and that's what happens with josh norman you know, and then he scored the game tying touchdown yeah. it was crazy that was wild yeah that was a, that was a wild. so let's let's hope for that again i guarantee you that it's nowhere near as exciting washington's defense is starting to look pretty strong in this game yes. they held zeke to, to they really are a, a very subpar strong. performance for him so i'm interested to see how saquon handles them uh they could easily get eli turned over be, a lot because kerrigan's playing well the redskins can be thrown on but the problem is is eli's so bad and they have no time to throw the ball that no. you know you might not even see it in this right game. uh seahawks lions this is a one o'clock game for the seahawks so they're kind of traveling across time zones like i said i'm not scared of stafford or anybody in that past game i think besides michael roberts awesome. and i think if carry on can get going i think this this offense can really unlock itself yeah and be a really i think really these big are threat. these are two teams that uh weirdly won't be able to stop each other no because seattle has found out that running game where Chris Carson and Mike Davis and a little bit of Rashad Penny have really been running the ball well, and Detroit cannot stop the run. No. And I think if you spread the Seahawks out, they are just too thin in that defensive backfield to handle Galladay, Marvin Jones, Golden Tate. This this combo is just too much for them. Yeah, for sure. I find this to be a perfect Doug Baldwin game. Good. I like that. Good. I really do. Avoid Slay because uh, he moves into Slay. the slot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in a league, I'm I'm pondering whether I should start Doug Baldwin or Golden Tate. Tom, what do you think? Ooh, that's tough. That's a really tough. My one. other receiver in that league is Michael. Is um 
Antonio Brown. So, so I'm not. Start. And I have uh, three running backs starting because I have Mostert, Lamar Miller, and Joe Mixon. So for me, I probably and I I really loved the Lamar Miller pitch here today, but yeah. I would probably play both of those guys over Lamar Miller. Wow. Okay. I I think I would. It's standard if that means. I think I'd be playing. Different. I would be playing both of those guys. Yeah. But I I think I might I might go with benching Monster, but yeah. he has the matchup. So yeah, I get right. the Miller bench. All right. Just interesting. Yeah. Bucks Bengals. Everybody, score the points. Score the points. Throw the skin, Andy. Because yeah. Jameis is chucking. You know he's yeah. chucking. So, Andy, throw it to your team this time. Don't be as bad as you were against the Chiefs. I think it'll be a much different game, yeah. much more wide open, and, and we'll get plenty of points. All right. I think it'll be a monster for Joe Mixon, actually. This is a this is a play them all. Because yeah. the Bucks, um quietly lost two linebackers to torn ACLs in the same game. Two starting linebackers. They're soft and in the middle And once they of that exited, field. that's when Nick Chubb really started to turn it on and in you the get, second half. You get Joe Mixon out there in open space. Look out. Yeah. Doug Baldwin has not played the Lions since 2015. Hashtag stats. That's interesting. I think in a weird way that actually goes in the Seahawks' favor, not to jump backwards here. Um, he was, they don't have any film on him. Yeah, and I mean he only went for thirty six yards with a touchdown, but um, I mean that's a little bit of while. That's a little while ago. Yeah, and uh, I actually I really believe in Doug Baldwin yeah. this week. All righty, uh, Jets going to Chicago to play the Bears. Not to go back to that game oh again. Oh my god! But how often <laughs> have we seen Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin turn it on in the second half of the season? Every year, every year. This is where we're at right now. Yeah. this go, is baby. the harken to the second half of the season. I Speaking think. Speaking of which, Scott, don't let me end the show without giving the first half stats that you found because that was some interesting stuff yeah, that we right. want to talk about right. after the slate. I think the, uh, this is where the gates open for. Yeah. That. All right. God, I hope so. Jets Bears. Some more humble pie for uh, Broadway Sam. Yeah, it's going to be tough for him. Oh, Khalil Mack, a, a week healthier. Really tough to go into this Chicago and beat them right that's now, That's the too. most important part. This yep. is an away game in Chicago. That's where they uh, butter their bread. And it's I think that, I think that's even just another reason why Trey Burton, you should not be afraid of him at all. The Jets are beat the hell up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Powell could career could be over. Yeah. Yeah. Poor so, guy. So Rutz boy goes out. We got, you know, our hearts. And Crowell's yeah. questionable too. And I don't even think this is a, in that case, I don't even think that a Crowell has a good matchup. No. Like no. usually when this happens, I'll be like, Oh, you got to play this guy in uh FanDuel because his price is right. not aligned properly. Uh, this is a bad matchup for every jet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you it really is. You couldn't pay me to play a jet this week. One guy I sneakily like this week and someone I think that you can go ahead and stash onto your bench for the rest of the year, pick up Mitch Trubisky and start him this week. Yeah, if you, great matchup at home. Yeah, uh, he's he sh- not though. He, yeah, he's not owned anywhere, yeah. and he should be owned everywhere, really, because he's had uh, you know in standard quarterback scoring, he's gone over twenty these last three weeks. He's played. This offense is finally starting to come together and look like you know what Matt Nagy had in his mind all those months. He knows back what he's doing out there. Cohen and Burton, and and now that Trubisky is starting to gain this confidence, like you said, he's facing a decimated jet secondary and the very best part about Mitch Trubisky he's already passed his bye so if you have you know a quarterback like me if you have Philip Rivers this week go ahead and slot Trubisky in but you know 9 10 11 12 is another huge bye week go ahead and pick up Trubisky now if you have the room and stash him for when your quarterback's bye comes up I like it a lot He's been great. Scrambler. He's been great. He's a scrambler. And it's Scrambling like man. he scrambles and he throws the ball short to two really good. Like Cohen and Burton are so good in the short yeah, field and it, he runs. It's like it's hard for him it, to not have a decent game. It's right. something that I haven't got to say a lot this year because Le'Veon Bell has been playing. But, you know, sometimes I'll say when Ben's on the road, like, look, Ben can get bailed out this week by a short little Le'Veon Bell touchdown. Yep. And that's going to go to your Eli Mannings right now, but he doesn't pass the ball enough. So right yeah. now I think that. Or well at all. I think that the guy who gets that bump 
is Trubisky because yeah. of our boy Tariq Cohen. Oh, Tariq Cohen, sweet Tariq. Yep. Keep going, Tariq. Keep going. He's Ravens Panthers. Oh, he's amazing. Ravens Panthers. We uh we've covered this. This is going to be an uggo. And if you sat anybody in this game, I'm not blaming you at all. Yep. Uh, John Brown does have some value because the Panthers. They're not the number one giving it up to the deep ball, but they are still top 10 in giving up yards to the deep John ball. Brown so and John CMC. Brown's a fine play this week. John Brown's the number one wide receiver on this offense. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, C and, and CMC is We'll, we'll talk about how high up in the rankings John Brown actually is right now when yeah. we get to those midseason stats yeah. we're talking about. Um, the Colts and the corpse of the Raiders, if you didn't use the Colts against the Bills last week, they'd be a pretty good... Uh, they'd be a pretty good uh, survivor stream? pick. Defense oh, stream uh, as well. I don't know... I, I, I think that the Oakland has to come out and play a little better this week, right? They're coming off How? a bye. How can they, they do that? They have to play a it's little just better. Some of these teams have been dealing with so many distractions, like the Giants. Uh, the, the Broncos have had uh, they had to cut their other quarterback. because right. Oh, they cut Swag yeah. Kelly? Yeah, yeah, they cut him for the trash well, passing. I was going to shut him down as a joke because it's like <laughs> well, he ain't starting for Case. He ain't starting over Case Keenum yeah. this year. And then the I didn't even realize he got cut. And yeah. then not to mention trade rumors. You know, they're thinking about trading Demarius Thomas. The, the Raiders are already trading people. You know, uh, the locker room around this time of year can be really hectic. They're revolting against Carr and Gruden. Yeah. The, the, for different the, reasons. The locker room can be really hectic for teams around the trade deadline. Yeah. And this is one of them. So... I, and the Colts kind of seem to be hitting a groove. The Colts suck Andy, on defense, baby. but if there's ever two times that you can use them and they're right in a row, it's this week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like you, if you, if you pick them, you can just ride you're them playing out. playing with house money right there, yeah. so you may as well just you know make another bet with yeah. it. But uh, you know, load out your Colts, T.Y., even Jack Doyle and some uh, DFS stuff, which we were talking about. And I oh, did yeah. go ahead and find his price. He's pretty... Uh, well priced on DraftKings. I hmm. don't think I'd be very they interested in him. him there. Yeah, but FanDuel kind of dropped the ball on this one. He's only two hundred dollars more expensive than Swope. Whoa. Ooh, okay. So if nice. I'm joking around about I'd rather play Swope. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. I got that. So yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll load out Jack Doyle and some FanDuels. Especially this week, when I think. you're starting Mostert and Lindsay as your two <laughs> running backs. <laughs> but what I what I also think is that. Uh, the return of Jack Doyle and this matchup in general, just great things yeah. for Andrew Luck, who we're going to get to in a couple yeah. stats Andy. here. Speaking of Mostert, Niners-Cardinals. Mostert. This is going to be awesome. Awesome that this is one of the three games being played at 4 o'clock. It's you a know. treat. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> we're going to love this. Uh, we, we did shut down Marquise Goodwin. Patrick Peterson still going to be there for the Cardinals. Uh, something to monitor going forward. Going to be really interesting for those of you who are still holding out hope for David Johnson to see how the Cardinals use him. He's got a positive matchup against yeah. the 49ers. This could be a blow-up week for him if Byron left, which is as good as Don says he is, which I'm hoping that And I've been thinking about using that as leverage to try and trade David Johnson in a few leagues because as you guys know that. Though. No, I have him everywhere. Exactly. Not enough people know that. And... You know, he hasn't been burning me as bad no. as, as the it's world might It's kind of like that on. girly season. Yeah, it's exactly like, like he's that. He's giving you the RB2 numbers. Yeah, but it's just not, but you were you know, expecting not exactly what one. you want, but yeah. but he's still delivering, so that's yeah. good. I kind of like Christian Kirk in this game. He hit, he hit the long touchdown, say, and, and you know, he's he's continuing to build rapport with Rosen. Yep. This is a bad uh, secondary for the 49ers. Maybe Christian Kirk nice and cheap in DFS. Yeah, I like that a lot. I was actually going to say that he's a stash on your roster kind of guy because, you know, now that they're uh, – they, they passed their bye, right? Mm, it's coming up. I think it's next week. Okay, so yeah. what I was going to say is at least by his bye week, 
you know, I thought it was last week, but either right. way, uh, for the down the stretch part of the season, he's a guy who's going to get dropped when that bye week occurs. He's right. going to be widely owned. He's heavily targeted by Josh Rosen. And it should not it should increase as yeah. they get worse. and he's used in a multitude of ways. He's one of those guys who also gets those rushing attempts around, yeah. uh, end around. Things Quick screens. It, it just indicates that they have things in the playbook specifically for him. And that and you that love he, to see that. When that happens, they're, you're going to get yours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm looking up David Johnson. Half point PPR is currently running back eleven. Yeah, I mean ninety nine points behind Todd Gurley. <laughs> well, <laughs> Todd Gurley's got like a it's fifty point fair. lead on, on even like Saquon. Sa- I think he has a forty seven point lead on Saquon. That is amazing. Todd Gurley does. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, that's our next game: Rams Packers. Uh, Todd, Todd Gurley three touchdowns. Lock Todd it Gurley. Up. If you want to sit 11, Todd Gurley, you know, jump off a building. <laughs> eleven thousand dollars in Fanduel. Anthony yeah, Davis yeah. is thirteen thousand in it's, NBA. It's different. Games now. It's different. I know it's different, but, but yeah, that's eleven thousand is absurd. So much. That's nuts. Like, absurd. But you one put of him the in. most I've ever seen, and what I'm playing him. Yep. Because there's so many cheap <laughs> options elsewhere. Monster. And he's one of those guys that, like, if you don't have him in your lineup, you will lose. You're gonna lose. Yeah. If he does, what it's he does. been like that every single week. So Sometimes far, it'd yeah. be like that, which kind of messes it up. Like that's not fun. No, like, you're 100 percent like, right. If you know, if your DraftKings lineup, which is full point PPR, doesn't have Todd Gurley and Adam Thielen. You will yeah, right, right yeah. now. That has been the case. Yeah, you Thielen's can't win awesome. without them. Yeah, no. they've both been incredible. I yeah. think that Bob Woods and Brandon Cooks are going to run wild in this game. Yeah, Packers secondary really has shown no no capability. Cooper Cup to stop officially anyone. doubtful for this game. Yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's why play. I say those two and yeah. not Cup. And that I think, sucks. like we said before, I think this goes a little bit more in uh, Cooks' favor. I think this is a good matchup yeah. just in general. Uh, there's going to be points on the board if Aaron Rodgers has something to say about it because we know As he that those does. points are going to come yeah. from the L.A. Rams. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't go down without a fight. This is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, Devontae Adams is going to beat him like a drum again. Yes, he is. He's awesome. Saints-Vikings, everybody, except Mark Ingram. And Kyle Rudolph. And Kyle Rudolph. So not necessarily everybody, but your usual suspect. Yep. yep. Um, you can interest me in a Trey Quan Smith in uh, daily. Okay. He got, a few, he got a good amount of He's a of cheap guy yeah, if you, got, if you, want, if you yeah. have to play Gurley. Yeah, and there's no sign of uh, Ted Gann Jr. Man, yeah. he's on the IR. He's yep. not coming back. Yep. So Traycon Smith is going to be your number two. And wide Cameron receiver. Meredith, there yeah. hasn't been much from him so either. So he's no. going to be your wide receiver two on the Saints, which is a position that has always had fantasy value. Yep. So if he's out there in any leagues, I would definitely give him an ad. Yeah. Because there are games where he's going to go off. You think about Michael Thomas matching up with Xavier Rhodes and Traquan being. Uh, he had no problem with Xavier his... Rhodes Packers, in that playoff game. Packers, know, Rams, he, Saints, he, Vikings, and Rhodes is Rhodes is banged up. Yeah, but I'm just saying in favor of Traquan Smith, when these things happen, yeah. there are going to be times where you can uh, utilize him right. to fantasy success. There's no yep. doubt about it, especially with the bye weeks coming up. Yeah. Uh, Patriots, Bills. And then Survivor pick of the week. Yeah, of course. I mean, still got the yeah. Patriots left. Is Derek Anderson um, going to start this one too? Yes, he's already been named the starter. Cool. Charles Clay. Cool. You can interest me in Charles Clay as my uh, tight end, you know, dumpster dive. Ivory's going to start at running back. It's Ivory looking like he's looking like he'll play. We got yeah, there's still the some shooting. uncertainty in that because LaShawn McCoy's in concussion protocol. But like Tom was saying last week, tough to wait till Monday for a guy to clear concussion. Teams protocol. have a lot, and teams have a lot of leniency with concussion protocol. You know, yeah. sometimes guys say, you know, it is case by case basis, which is also true, but. You know they could. You can't be checked on it, really. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you just tell the trainer, "Hey, look, we don't want this guy this week," and then they, they and then he doesn't clear. Ball. 
Yeah. It's as easy as that. Yeah, it, li- it literally is as easy as that, and it could be. Um, be prepared if you have LaShawn McCoy. Go out there and pick up Chris Ivory. If you you know are too late to that, you can go ahead and try and pick up Kenyon Barner, who looks like he's going to get probably ten to fifteen touches in the absence of my sweet Sony. But you know we there's move on. My guys, little Sony. There's, there's so many other guys that we can actually run into your lineup before Monday night that I, I would feel bad if you get put into this predicament. You yeah. know, where you're like, oh, I got to play Kenyon Barner yeah. or LaShawn McCoy or Chris Ivory. Obviously, you can load up enough of those guys that you'll be able to field the full team. But right. I think that there's there's guys out there. Don just added Mostert. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and even in a league like uh, Jalen Richard, I even added Chris Carson in a league where I think that I'll probably start him over Chris, Ar- Chris Ivory, who I also added Duke Johnson. Yep. Um, if he's been dropped because he's been really, really bad, even though last week he didn't, you know, get that huge bump from right. Carlos Hyde missing could easily happen. You expect the Steelers to be ahead in this game. Uh, I would see Duke Johnson as a favorable play this week. Yeah. Yep. I agree. All right, Scotty, some midway stats for us, which. I read read through most of them. It's important just, to know this stuff. I just yeah, love hearing stuff like this, especially at the halfway point of the season. It's such it's an like, appropriate time. It it's just fun shows to pay you attention how to, right? little you really can predict it and how little yeah. you can really know going in. You do the best but you can. That's why but you got to keep up with it as well. Yeah. That's why you always keep on it day by day. That's why you listen to Run Up the Score every Tuesday and Thursday. Every morning we drop episodes. If you are not listening now, somehow you don't hear Smash this. Smash that MF subscribe button. That's right. Yep. But anyway, let's get to it. Um, everyone hates Julio Jones, right? No touchdowns. What a scrub. Top 10 wide receiver so far. That's nuts. Wide receiver nine. And Julio let, Jones without a touchdown. And let us remind you that he was not being drafted as a top three receiver like no. he had been in the past. So he's right. almost giving you the exact same return on value. Yeah, he's returning value. He's giving he's, you the exact value that he was almost being drafted at. It. He got drafted it in you know the front end of, to, to middle second round, which yeah. is a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah. The exact, the exact production that you wanted. Yep. And you're pulling your hair out every week. So you just, hate it. If you have you Julio, just breathe yeah you'll get maybe one or two touchdowns but maybe you're gonna get a uh, you know another guy odell beckham's been horrible right yeah well he's wide receiver seven no yeah he is don wide receiver number seven and half ppr is odell beckham jr that's like really right where he was getting cool your pants everybody who owns him he was actually on the slide too yeah yeah cool your pants everyone who owns him he is just fine you know who else is just fine gotta slap him five for this one e Manuel Sanders is wide receiver number three. My muse, my, my flame. flame. Hills I'm willing to die on. Had it pegged. This guy's been an amazing value. He's been the wide receiver value besides Adam Thielen. That's a hill I'm willing to thrive ends. on. <laughs> I mean, that's just... And then two more uh, great wide receiver numbers that really just jumped out at me. Tyler Boyd is wide receiver 15 on the season. John Brown is wide receiver 14. Love it. So he's these are two guys who are fringe wide receiver ones who are waiver claims. And yes. if I do want to uh, suck my own ween a little bit more. Of course. Cooper. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> word choice there. Halloween, you know, take the season. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cooper Cup, before his injury, was wide receiver two in full point PPR. Yeah, he was on fire as well. Um, this year's Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup. What did well, we you say? You know what you should have said in that bold prediction? You should have said, well, I mean, that was a good enough one for me. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. But you should have said Adam Thielen will be this year's, like, <laughs> Calvin God. Antonio Brown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so another one, um, you know, we beat it like a drum all year. Don't draft quarterbacks early. Don't draft quarterbacks early. Don't draft quarterbacks early ever. Six quarterbacks currently in the top ten had an ADP outside of the first ten 
rounds. Patrick Mahomes, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Mitchell Truth Bisky, Jared Goff, and QB6. No, not QB6. QB3, Andrew Luck. Love it. Love it. Six guys outside of the top, the first 10 rounds ADP. Stop drafting quarterbacks early, please. And so that's what? Reason 15 trillion, And one of the guys, you know, who, you know, we're, especially me and Tom, Don is not as big of an Andrew Luck lover as us, but we are Andrew Luck. Worshiper. Yeah. <laughs> after he bashes him every single episode and says how much he stinks, Whoa. you call him overrated all the time. He is overrated. No, he's not. In fantasy, he's not. Okay. In real life, he is. You should you should clarify that more often. I just did. <laughs> what about all the other times? But anyway, it doesn't matter because Andrew Luck is great and Don is dumb. And his name is <laughs> Captain Andrew Luck. Oh my God, best Twitter account in the game, dearest mother. <laughs> there is one account that will get a like from me on every single tweet, and it is Captain Andrew Luck, <laughs> the man who is too competitive and tries to exaggerate the score. <laughs> keeping in line, Call me overrated again. The Keep, aircraft men. <laughs> keeping in line with undrafted players finishing inside the top ten, we have three running backs that are currently inside the top 10 that were basically undrafted across most leagues. Don, who's the first one? Connor. James Connor is the first one. Actually, he's the, he's the first one at running back six. Tom, who's the next? James White. James White is running back number seven. And TJ Yeldon rounding it out as RB9 and half point PPR. I'll even give you another one. Isaiah Crowell is, is RB10. Yeah. There were leagues where he wasn't drafted. Right. I well, he's he dropped he's dropped since then. Uh, oh, yeah. He but, had um, two points last week. Right. So, <laughs> so you know, he, there's some fluctuation in him. But these other guys are have been really rock-steady options. Yeah. You can start matchup-proof week-to-week that you got off the waiver. It's Incredible awesome. stuff. It's awesome. And then the last, the last stat that I saw that was awesome, Devontae Adams, Alvin Kamara, and Trey Burton all have one very interesting thing in common. They're all at the in this inside the top five in their own position. Yeah. And they've all passed their bye week. Um, can I throw another one onto this list? Yes. Melvin Gordon is still RB3, even though he didn't play last week and has his bye this week. There you go. That'll be interesting to see one. where, yeah. where so he, he winds might, up. He might still Jay, be in the top James 10. James Connor is running back six Where's right now Mi- and had his bye last week. QB rank is Mitch Trubisky? He was, I believe, six or seven. I got it right now. Give me one second. He's bye as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so there's another one. I didn't. I didn't do that for the Trubisky uh, is the 10. quarterback position. Ten. So he's 10. not top five. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's Sorry, what he's it was. nine. He's top ten. I was only doing top five, and he and he yep. wasn't in there. Quarterbacks, it's tough because that's they take still that big really hit. good. It's, it's amazing. Incredibly impressive, especially for a guy who went completely undrafted in basically every league, every single yeah. league. besides our dynasty league where you picked him in like the twentieth <laughs> round. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it just goes to show there's crazy stuff going on in the NFL. It happens every single year where this type of wild stuff goes on. Like Tom said before, the only thing you can do is continue to analyze the trends, try and make the most of them. Adapt or die. If someone is willing to trade Devontae Adams, go and get him. They should not be. If that. someone is willing to trade Emmanuel Sanders, go and get him. You know, pay attention to these That's guys. That's for real life, too. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, pay attention to these guys who we've brought up who are having amazing seasons that people will undervalue yeah. just because they didn't draft them. Yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. Thank you for doing that, Scott. That was no problem. That was a great deep great, dive. That was a great episode for the stats. You guys know department. I love the deep dive. Oh, of I course. live for the deep dive. Of course. 
All righty, that's going to do it for us. We will see everybody Tuesday uh, with the Week 8 recap episode. But before that, we'll see you on Monday on our Instagram account, Straight Flexing, at RutzFF with our man Catch Monday. Who will it be? Give us your predictions at RutzFF on Twitter. You can hit Tom up at HillierFF. Scott's at WagsFF. I am at Y. So serious, if you are going out in your Halloween best over the weekend, uh, please do so responsibly. Uh, if you dress up as an injured fantasy football player, send us a picture. That's probably going to be really funny. Tom's going to be a little peep. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite uh, fantasy football format. Little peep. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Whether you're a little peep or a full peep or you're just a standard guy, we will see you next Tuesday. Keep scoring. Hey!